You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. One o'clock hour, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself with you for another hour. Coming up at about 120, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, the Huskers off a bye week. Back-to-back losses to Wisconsin and Ohio State, but we'll catch up with SIP. They've got a new athletic director. What does that do for their head football coach, if anything? And what can we expect from the Huskers in their final five games? Of course, that will wrap up uh, with the Hawks on Black Friday. Waiting on Kirk Ferentz, scheduled to join us here momentarily. We look forward to that. Four and two coming out of the bye week, Trent Condon. The young offensive line, Worfs in particular, uh, anxious to see how he does in this start at Northwestern. We went to break talking about him, and maybe he's the key to you know, jump-starting this running game. He's had a game mm-hmm. now, as you mentioned. He's had a bye week to look at uh, to look at tape and, and try and figure things out. Very important for them to get the running game going. Well, and, and figuring out the interior as well. It's Welsh is back He's there, back, yes. Playing the right guard position. Mm-hmm. Daniels, maybe this rest will get him back to becoming an all-Big Ten kind of player like he can be. Certainly was last year. And then what do you do at left guard? Boone Myers sat out with mm-hmm. the ankle injury against Illinois. We know he's been dealing with it all season long. you got Ross Reynolds out there. Mm-hmm. got the Indianola kid, Keegan Render. Yep. Three different routes you can go. I wonder, that's one thing I want to get from Kirk, as we know, his expertise, offensive line, how they're sorting that out right now. Because it feels pretty dead set now. They're going with the young tackles. Mm-hmm. Daniel's in the middle. Welsh, what are they going to do at left guard? And do you want to go with three different guys, or do you say to Ross Reynolds, "Sorry, we're going to ro- we can't rotate we three guys." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. but you can't rotate three guys at one spike. No, I, no, absolutely, no, not there. You need I continuity. I agree with you. And in the zone blocking scheme, you certainly need continuity. Mm-hmm. Is Boone's healthy? He's our guy. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go there. Or Boone's still not healthy. He can give us something. But not enough. Speaking of healthier, are you surprised James Butler's trying to work his way back onto the field? I guess he's practicing again. I thought maybe, you know, the red shirt was a distinct possibility. It certainly seemed like that was going to be the case. So uh, we shall see if he is able to get back on the field uh, anytime soon. He is practicing. Kirk Ferentz momentarily. We look forward to speaking with him. In fact, I believe he's calling in right now and uh, Trent's lining him up. So we'll spend, oh, eight or ten minutes or so with uh, Kirk Ferentz. Four and two out of the bye. Off they go to Northwestern. I truly mean it. It's my favorite It's my favorite Big Ten West game of the entire slate. Look forward to Northwestern each and uh, every year. Let's get to him. He's the head football coach at the University of Iowa. He's Kirk Ferentz, and he joins us. Uh, coach, along with Trent Conn, this is Ken Miller. Thanks uh, for coming on. How are you, Coach? Doing well. How about you guys? Uh, doing great. You know, before we get into the here and now with the team, etc., and there are NFL, uh, former Hawkeyes dotting NFL rosters uh, all over the league. Um, you had a bye week last week. Not sure what your Sunday entailed. Did you have an opportunity to watch uh, your most recently uh, graduated quarterback, C.J. Beathard, and, of course, George Kittle catching passes the tight end position? Uh, did you see any of Beathard and Kittle's uh, game last week against the Redskins? You know, unfortunately, I didn't. But uh, you know, uh, we were actually practicing a meeting a little bit with the guys. But uh, got reports from several people, and uh, it sounds like the both of them uh, really look good. I, I know George has been playing really well for him, and um, great that CJ got an opportunity to enter the game. It sounds like he played well, and 
Uh, I was told they named him uh, starter afterwards, so yeah, it's fantastic. Did. Are you surprised, Coach, just one moment more on CJ, watching him and as tough a kid as he appeared to be, at least to us from the outside, you know, playing uh, great, really good junior numbers, kind of took a step back, in his, but he always had that, he had that it about him. He looked like a quarterback to me, and are you surprised that uh, that he's getting this opportunity this early in his in his NFL career? Uh, yes and no. Uh, this early, the, the, the this early part factors into where where he is right now, and uh, I think me personally, I think he's fortunate uh, to go to a place where they are uh, basically in a rebuilding mode, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had an excellent team several years ago, and that thing's been stripped down. So they're really uh, kind of start from the ground floor and working their way up. And, and I think the good thing is he's with a new staff, and that's a staff that picked him. So that part's good. Uh, I don't know if it's good or not, you know, but the things have changed. Ten years ago, you didn't want a first-year quarterback plan. Now everybody's doing it. It's just kind of the way, way of life in the NFL. And with a new staff, it makes perfect sense. And probably the only surprise I see in the whole thing is uh, basically, you know, the expert talk, if you will, last year before the draft. Uh, you know, C.J. really wasn't very high uh, with many of the experts, so-called experts. And uh, my sense was there were four or five teams that, that really had a good feel for him and, uh you know, recognize that you know we we had some challenges last year. We uh, we had a hard time throwing the football. I think there are a lot of reasons for that. I don't think CJ was a part of that. Uh, and all you have to do is look at look at the year before when we had a little bit better, uh, healthier re- receiving core. And uh, you know, and this guy's a heck of a football player. And I think there are four or five teams that really had kind of done their homework and had a feel. And I think that's why Washington, or excuse me, San Francisco, uh, you saw them trade up uh, like they did because they, I think, probably had a good feel that other people were thinking the same thing. Hey, Kurt, Trent here, you know, uh, bye week. And for us in Sports Talk Radio Land, we don't like bye weeks, but I'm sure Understand. you do. And yeah. uh, developmentally, very important for your program. What is something, though, about the bye week that you don't like? Well, probably the only downside is it takes you kind of just out of your rhythm, if you will. Uh, but, but that being said, uh, it's really, I think, necessary. I think it's really healthy for everybody whenever it comes. And this year it just so happens it was symmetrically in the, in the middle of our season. Uh, but really, not really symmetrically because uh, we had five weeks of uh, preseason this year, plus you know six game weeks. So we're 11 weeks into it. I think it was really a good time for the guys to step away, uh, recharge a little bit, you know, uh, spend a little bit more time on their academics and their social uh, lives, those types of things, and get away from football for a couple of days. I think that's healthy, and um, you know, it's good for everybody. I think just to, to step away sometimes. So everybody had an opportunity to do that. Now we're back in it, and uh, it's always interesting that. The early part of the season just drags. I mean, it, it, you know, weeks take uh, feels like a ten day week, you know that type of thing. And typically, when you get into October, the weeks uh, feel like they're four days. So uh, this this next six weeks will go really quickly. Unfortunately, <laughs> from where we sit, hey coach, what is it about this Northwestern game each and every year? I mean, there's no trophy that that goes to the winner of this football game, as there there before that do have trophies. But for whatever reason, I don't think I'm alone when I say this. This may be one of my my favorite game within the Big Ten West for you guys is when Northwestern and Iowa meet. I mean, it, it's just I don't know what it is. Maybe you can help me with this. There's just something about this game seemingly every year that makes it memorable. What is it about North, uh, Iowa playing Northwestern? Yeah, you know, I, I can't uh, totally quantify that, but I think you're right about that. It's we've had some really uh, great games, some some unusual plays in, in the course of the you know the series, and and uh, go back to our first first year in 99 uh neither of us were very good quite frankly but uh you know came down i think it was the last possession that's how i remember at least you know we uh that was the last play of the game they ran an option to 
to their right and scored. And uh, if I remember correctly, it was like a fourth and one or fourth and goal. So anyway, it's just uh, you know from there and on, it's uh, we've had some great games together and. Yeah, I think in some ways the programs are very similar. Um, you know, neither of us get a lot of five-star recruits, but I think their guys really uh, play hard. They uh, they're very well coached. Uh, our systems are, are probably very different, yet there are some similarities in that. You know, they have an identity. I think we have an identity, and uh, the big thing is their players are really well coached. They play hard, and you know, you get their their maximum performance typically when you play against them. Well, you guys don't get many of those uh, five-star guys, but when you do. Boy, they look pretty good out there. A.J. Epinesa, Tristan Wirfs. I'm no savant. How about you get some more guys like that to come in and play as freshman, Kirk? Yeah, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's not bad. You know, <laughs> So legacy, uh, it helps when it's a legacy guy, or it uh-huh. also helps when a guy lives uh, 20 miles up the road, that, that type of thing. <laughs> so uh, that, that came in handy in both cases. And you know, both those guys, I think, really have good futures with us. A mm. couple of guys I want to talk about, Kirk. Uh, the And one of the re- areas we didn't know what I was going to be this year was the, the receiving core. You know, what's, who's going to take that step? We thought Fant was going to be that guy. Obviously, Vandenberg coming back was a huge shot in the arm. But Nick Easley, what a great story he has been. And then a tight end that seems to be really emerging in TJ Hawkinson. How about Easley and Hawkinson and where they're at as maybe where you thought they would be six games in? Yeah, that's a really good point, and it's kind of representative of our team. I think if you look at our team last April, uh, you know, we did a, a public uh, practice in Des Moines and then certainly the spring game. Uh, and then even in August uh, when we had the public scrimmage, the kids' day, um, you know, we're, we're certainly a different team now than we were in those those instances, those exposures. And uh, the guys you mentioned are a big part of that, you know. So, uh, you know, with, with um, Nick's, Nick's case, you know, we, we really didn't know what to expect. Had a very productive career at Newton High School and also at Western, and um, you know he came into the program and the out of season program worked hard, great attitude, all those things. So that that was all positive. But uh, um, I think I think when you know we really learned what we had is when we started playing games, uh, starting with the first game against Wyoming, had a couple of beautiful catches, and you know I think what we've all seen is uh, the guy really plays well in games. He practices well too, but um, he finds a way to really uh, do something special in ball games and. That's what good players do, so we're really happy about that. Uh, Noah was a guy that we, we had high hopes for. You know, we thought he would continue to, to grow, and usually uh, at first year was a little bit of a challenge, but now he's, he's played, and, you know, he, uh, he's really taken off and done a nice job. And then TJ we saw on the scout team last year just doing a lot of really good things against our, our veteran, you know, defensive players, and uh, we were hopeful that he would have an opportunity maybe to grow into a real good player too. So I think all three of those guys are certainly good stories you Couple that with Matt Vanderberg and uh, Amir uh, Smith Marset. You know, I think you know all of a sudden our passing game looks a little better than it did uh, certainly four months ago. Coach, last thing from me, I'll let Ken finish up with you here. Offensive line, your expertise throughout the years. Looks like you guys are going full throttle with the redshirt freshman and a true freshman at the tackle spots. How about the interior and, and especially the left guard spot? We've seen Ross Reynolds, we've seen Keegan Render, a couple local kids for us, and Boone Myers working his way back. You know, how much shuffling can you do, especially when it looks like it's just one position for three guys? Yeah, well, we can't do much more because we're, uh, we're running low on, on uh, guys available. And that's uh, yeah, it's interesting. That's when, you know, talk about experts. Everybody thought, you know, it was going to be a strength of our football team. And, and you know, everything in football uh, is really, you know, pretty fragile, uh, especially, you know, at a school like this or Northwestern. We're kind of in the same boat, you know, where a lot of our guys are guys that develop. And uh, so when you... You know, starting incurring some injuries, it, it changes the complexion of things. And, and for us, obviously, that began. Uh, Boone's been, you know, fighting back from an injury, uh, so that that's been tough on him. 
uh, one of our best senior players, and then you know losing uh, uh, Ike over at Iowa State. You know, there's another big loss. You take two of our more established guys out of that equation, uh, that that certainly impacted us. You take Sean uh, Welsh, who's an outstanding interior player, and we had him out playing tackle, and you know he uh, he fought his tail off out there, did a great job, but he's he's a more effective player inside. So. Uh, and then the other little subtle thing in there is that, you know, we probably would have gotten to Tristan sooner except he got hurt uh, during camp and, you know, uh, basically had to go back to, to ground zero uh, after after missing whatever it was, eight or nine, ten days, I can't remember. But, you know, it pretty much put him right back at the beginning again. So uh, that really slowed his progress down. And, you know, you, you start compiling all those uh, those little things together and it's, it makes it uh, an interesting equation. So, you know, I think uh, hopefully we look a little bit more like what we want to look like in the Illinois ball game, and hopefully we can keep guys healthy and maybe get some more guys healthy and, and start to, to advance a little bit in that mm-hmm. regard. You know, that would be a really good thing for us. Coach, last thing, uh, you know, through the year you see guys that start the year and you can see improvement almost weekly. Last year that guy to me was, was Brandon Snyder. Where he was to where he finished up was night and day. This year Amani Hooker's working his way uh, into the lineup, seeing more and more playing time. He looks like he's this year's Brandon Snyder. What is it about Hooker that uh, that you guys think that, uh, you know, he's got a couple more years left. Don't know where he's going to be once he gets to that point, but uh, is the sky the limit for this uh, for this young player? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good observation, and they're, they're probably both similar in that, uh, like a lot of our, our DBs and you know defensive players in general, uh, linebackers and defensive backs, they start out by, by really impressing you and just in practice, and you know you work them in special teams, and they do some really good things, and um, that's certainly the path that uh, Brandon took, certain same path for Amani, and and now we've uh, thrown him in game action. He's done some good things, and you know, he's missed a few plays too, based on uh, you know a lot of times it's just you know what you lack in experience, so. Um, you know, getting him out there and playing him more now, I think he's starting to see things and play a little faster. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we're, we're developing a good situation back there, having guys that are, you know, getting some playing time and, and uh, you know, I think uh, show some good upside. So, yeah, we're hopeful that he'll have a great uh, rest of a career as a Hawkeye. I think he's got every every opportunity to. And, got a good attitude so as long as he keeps pushing i think uh, good things could happen for him thanks for doing this for us coach we appreciate it oh, it's my pleasure guys have a good afternoon yep. and enjoy this weather while it lasts yeah Beautiful. No kidding. that's for thanks, sure coach. thank you coach Ferentz. thanks guys yep take care coach Ferentz. Joining us uh, here as we spend a little, uh, full 10 minutes or so with iowa's head football coach uh let's stay in the big 10 west different feeling uh to our neighbors to the west yeah isn't it <laughs> and it's moose Bill Moose. That's how you say it. it's not Moose, it's Moose. That's the pronunciation I heard from Dan Wolken. I heard him say it. He probably would know, right? He would probably know. He's a good yes. writer. Yes, he Very is. Very good writer. We'll take a time out. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, a good writer in his own right, will be here. Uh, we'll talk uh, Big Ten West and Huskers and where they go out of their bye. They've got a new athletic director, Bill Moose, as we learned the pronunciation just a second ago. Then Mitch Holtis. We've got Chiefs football here tonight. Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, it's a seven twenty-five kick. You can hear the Chiefs as you can hear them all season long, home and away, on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The way we see it in Iowa, it takes three things to push snow for a living. A truck, a blade, and a relentless, unwavering work ethic. So when it comes to the blade, choose one that matches your rugged resolve. Like the Fisher Plows HD2 straight blade from Shuling Hitch. Forged from high-strength, powder-coated steel, the Fisher HD2 will stand up to harsh Iowa winters and be with you storm after storm. Learn more about this and other Fisher Plows at Shuling Hitch Company in Des Moines and Ames. Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original Eastside location just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Big Al's Barbecue. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes. But if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the f*** up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Join us for an evening of celebration, reflection, and commitment at Wildwood Hills Ranch Wild About the Child Banquet. Hear inspiring stories how Wildwood Hills Ranch has impacted the lives of Iowa's youth from its beginning and learn how you can be a part of its amazing history. The event is at the Holiday Inn, Jordan Creek, on Sunday, October the 29th from 6 until 8. Event info and registration can be found on their website, wildwoodhillsranch.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. It's football season, and that means that it's time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, 
great sandwiches, pizza. If you want to go with the lighter fare, they got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock today. Mitch Holtis coming up in about 15 minutes or thereabouts. We will catch up with the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Raiders tonight. I agree kind of with Frank, and that's where we were getting to earlier in the program. You you really have to take this into account when you're trying to decipher the NFL. I mean, what team needs it more? Pittsburgh showed up at Arrowhead Stadium last week. They needed the game. They had to have that game. Tonight's game, Oakland has to have this game. Do you buy into that angle? I do. And And another angle. What what else have you got? Oh, a trend angle. Do you like trends? No, I don't, because it's different teams, different years, and everything's different. I I, do not like them. I'm not a trend player either, but Stephen M. Sithbull is calling. All right, answer that. We will get to the trends. But I do want to know this. Are you going to factor, will this factor into how you play the game tonight? Oh, it will. So you do believe in trends. Uh, Rarely. This one I do. All right. We will uh, hear that before we get out of here. We'll have Mitch, and then we'll save some time to uh, preview tonight's uh, game number four, the NLCS as well. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, joins us as we talk Nebraska football in another busy week, and though it was a bye week, Sunday the word came down that Nebraska's got a new athletic director, Bill Moose. Trent, is that how you say it? That's how I heard it said. Sip? Is that how you pronounce it, Sip? Yeah, moose, like the animal. Like the animal, gotcha. Um, It's it's a bye week, but it hasn't really been a calm week (laughs) over in Lincoln uh, on the heels of a couple of blowout losses to Wisconsin and Ohio State. Your first impression of the new athletic director, 67 years old. That's what jumped out at me, Sip. Your first thoughts on the new AD? Oh, he's a dude. I I I hope people understand what what I mean when I say that. Very, oh, you know, a football player, big left tackle rancher easy to talk to um you know just i could see why like for instance when he was in his mid-20s you know a friend of his just said you know he had no restaurant experience no managerial experience in the restaurant industry and his friend just said i want you to manage my restaurant and then it became i want you to manage my restaurant and why because he was just really personable and they knew he would bring a bunch of people in, you know, because he's just that. And you get it when you meet him. He's just that sort of guy, just a big, burly, uh, down-to-earth. I'm not, I'm not saying happy-go-lucky, but I'd say gregarious. Um, he might be happy-go-lucky. I don't know because I don't know him. But, I, but your first impression is big, gregarious, big presence, 
Um, and that's what, you know, they were going for. Uh, the, the profile they were going for was a power five AD with a lot of experience, um, you know, a, a, an impressive background. And they got that. That's, that's what they were going after, and that's what they got. Age is a question that people wonder about. A uh, guy getting up there, you brought in an aging football coach, Mike Riley, that hasn't worked out to this point. Except he's not that much older than us as we're trying to go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Age, yeah, he, I got it. He, he's not long for this job, though, right? Is it he's going to come in, fix things, and then w- run off into the sunset? Well, I, you know, he signed a five-year contract. Um, he's, yeah, 66. I don't know if I look at it that way. Like when you, I mean, I don't make too much of that discussion. I mean, my dad is still working at age 72, tried retiring, didn't want anything of it. Same thing with, with uh, Bill Moose. He did, he did effectively retire for a couple years and just found that he didn't like it. You know, I, I, and you, we all know people like that. I think, I think we all know that a lot of people like that, it's not, easy to do necessarily especially for someone like bill moose who has that competitive element to him you know he was a he was a high level left tackle at washington state he was all pack eight he was pack eight in the early 70s and you know he has that drive so now i I mean i guess it's interesting that you're asking me that i didn't after talking to him meeting him I just didn't really regard it as that big of an issue. He's very healthy. Um, he, I don't know. He's got kids. You know, he's got kids in college still. I don't think he's ready just to drop out of circulation. Sip a two parter for you regarding uh, regarding the head football coach in Nebraska. We saw uh-huh. what happened at Oregon State. I mean, everybody connected the dots instantly. Instantly that Mike Riley's going to go back and finish his career uh, in Corvallis. Then we see you know Bill Moose get the job here in his last big hire, and it was a at the time a lot of people would say a risky hire in, in Mike Leach, and look what he has done there. So if indeed Riley doesn't survive after this year, is there chatter? Is the chatter there is is legit regarding him going back to Oregon State and then regarding Mike Leach I mean there's both saying or at least Leach's camp is saying no 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 at this point but at the end of the season do you think that that's a possibility uh Kenny I can tell you I mean I I try to be of some value when I come on your show and I guess today the value is this I can tell you that Mike Leach won't be the next head coach in Nebraska I I you know, I don't need to get into why I know that, but I know it, and it's it don't that's not happening. Okay. Um, as far as Riley going back to Oregon State, I mean, I don't know that. I I, I would be very very surprised, and this is nothing against Mike necessarily, but I'd be really surprised if Oregon State would go a third time around with Mike Riley. It'd be the third time they brought him back. You know, he left one time to coach the Chargers, and then then came back after that, after his initial go-round there. So, he, I mean, bringing a coach back third for a third time, I'm not sure what kind of message that sends to your fan base, but it, for sure, it, I don't know how people would read it there. I, I think I would read it as a very passive hire, you know. And that doesn't strike me as an aggressive hire. And I would I would think the fan base at Oregon State, would want something a little different. Now, again, 
that's not necessarily anything against Mike. He did a good job at Oregon State. It's so good that that's a legitimate question. But I, everything I've read suggests that that's not happening. Well, sip to the here and now, a bye week for the uh, Cornhuskers to lick their wounds after what happened at home the last couple of weeks. Those efforts, not just getting beat, but the fashion, how down does that make everybody in Lincoln? And, and what's the outlook for the rest of the year? <laughs> well, Trent, I, I, uh, it's had a, I mean, it's really been hard to, for people here. It, it is. It, I, I'm not going to, if Iowa fans want, to see Nebraska vulnerable, if you take any pleasure in that, then you've got to be doing a tap dance right now because it is it is very rough. I mean, to, I mean, think about it. I mean, just think about it in a very – and, you know, we all get to be kind of prisoners of the moment. We all, we're all living these crazy lives where it's one thing to the next. But if you really just step back a little bit and think about it in, in the context of when Nebraska joined this league in 2011 and, boy – wasn't it going to be fun when Wisconsin came to town? And then look at that 2017 schedule when back-to-back night games, Wisconsin and Ohio State are in town. And what a celebration this could be. And, my God, it couldn't have gone any worse. I mean, think about it in these terms, Trent. Ohio, Wisconsin and Ohio State combined to score touchdown drives 11 straight touchdown drive over the course of two games, Oof. 11 straight. Now, I don't know that that – I can't believe that's happening in Nebraska. I can't believe that's happening in Nebraska. I can't believe – I don't know that it, how many times it's happened in college football. Georgia Tech-Cumberland, okay. the 222 yeah, so, to nothing game. Right. So, I mean, Nebraska gave up 11 straight touchdown drives over the course of two oh. games. Just think about it like that. It's <laughs> uh, a crazy sip. Um, you know, we used, I was going to see the back-to-back two-headed monster freshman running back uh, no boy. In, yeah. in the next couple of weeks. I mean, they start in November. Uh, Iowa does. They've got uh, Ohio State, then Wisconsin. You guys had okay. Wisconsin and okay. Ohio State. You can only have. You can only buy stock in one sip. You buying Dobbins stock or Taylor stock? Oh, good, Kenny. You're, you're a great fan, um, and that's a great, great question. I I don't know how you would make that choice. I I'm gonna think about it. It's hard to compare because they they Wisconsin leaned on Taylor more against Nebraska than Ohio State leaned on Dobbs. They don't have they to. They threw the Weber. football. They threw the football. Ohio. Well, State. they threw it really well, and they also brought Weber at him True. a lot. True. Yep. Ah, so, uh, that's a close. I'm I'm probably going Dobbins. I. I like Taylor. I mean, I really like. I, hey, that's a great question. I, I don't know how you separate them. I, I think that if they were giving Dobbins the ball a lot, it would he could put up numbers like Taylor's putting up right now for sure. Um, Dobbins, I like his jump cut. You know, he's a little more explosive. I think um, they're both similar. You know what? They're really similar because they're they're low to the ground, tough, instinctive. Runners. I mean, God, I, I'll tell you what. I, I can divorce myself from the whole Nebraska thing. I, I love watching those guys. I mean, those are those are two big time, tough, rugged Big Ten running backs. Bobby Diaco, uh, tell us a little bit about the former Hawkeye. Uh, rubbed some people the wrong way when he was at Notre Dame, UConn, same kind of thing. Certainly a different kind of character. How is year number one going for him in Lincoln? 
Yeah, Trent, he is different. Um, I, I, but it's kind of refreshing the way he is in a way. I, he's very theatrical. I always kind of compare it to like his press conference. They're almost like an opera. You know, he's very, he uses very grand terms. You know, we had, we were under attack and we held our ground. And for that reason, our player's character will only improve. You know, it's very, everything's very dramatic. Uh, we, you know, um, it's different than what you're kind of used to from coaches. But, I mean, he was fine until they got battered the last two weeks. And now, of course, there's questions about Bob Diaco. Um, I, I mean, I think people kind of are now, It's the conversations become more, he's probably not going to be here very long, so it's not that much of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Sip, last thing for you, Stephen M. Sip, Lincoln Journal star, joins us each and every Thursday during the uh, football season. Uh, J.D. Spielman last week, this is, yeah. this is unfair to say, because uh, I don't think the team quit, but... He Spielman was playing his you know what off right till the bitter end of that game. In fact, he got hurt. It seemingly at the time could have been a, a significant injury to the one guy on offense that appeared that he was still trying at the end of that game. That's how I saw it sip through my TV. Um, any criticism for him being in the game? Uh, it's seemingly um, you know that late in in a contest that was way out of hand. Once again, great question, and I'll tell you the answer is. I'm not going to do much help with you. You know what's happened? I think it would have been a question, but so much has occurred since that game. You know, they named an AD, you know, the the defense. I just kind of went through how bad the defense was. That's been much of the discussion. I feel like that injury and when it occurred has gotten kind of lost in the overall discussion. I think that, there's a couple things out of that game that would have gotten more focus had the had the the kind of the broader story not occurred, and that is an AD, and then just the general struggle. Those have been the focus. We haven't really gotten to, yeah, what was he doing in there, you know? And or we haven't even really even gotten to why did Wilbon start that game at running back when Ozigbo's had three straight 100 yard games? There's some things that. We're curious in that game and just simply haven't been addressed in part because of what I said and also because the availability has been really limited this week. So those things maybe we'll get to next week. Thank you for making yourself available to Trent and I as you do each and every week. Thank you, Sip. Yeah, it's great to be with you. Great questions. I appreciate that. All right, buddy. Take care. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star, joining us as we talk Nebraska football. You got a 2 nothing lead on the great question scoreboard Yeah, but today. you won yesterday. Yeah, I had been taking the tote board lately, but no, you got two out of six. Well, That's, come on. You're doing your Cornhusker <laughs> homework. You, you must have been there to the bitter end. The old man gets one every now and then, does he not? <laughs> no, I was. I stayed with that game right till the end. But, there was I so had, much going on. But you know what? In our little contest that uh-huh. I take very seriously, yes, yes. I had Ohio State. Ah, so you wanted to make sure you had locked I up do. that cover. That's right. This young buck's not going to take my mantle away from me anytime soon. Well, I went 4-1 last week. I know. You week. had a great week, Trent. You had a great week. And you got, I got the lead back. You've got the honors again tomorrow. The box is mine. A half-game lead. About 24 hours from now, folks, I know you're going you're gonna to be pins and needles. It's going to drag, <laughs> but we got to wait 24 hours for our picks. You don't have to wait much longer for Mitch Holtus, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, will join us next as we continue on. Boy, this show's gone quick today. My yes, God, yes. this hour and whatever it is flown by. We're back to wrap things up on 1700 KBGG. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. What if hiring could be easier, less time-consuming? with more qualified candidates and faster results. What if hiring could be smarter? Thanks to ZipRecruiter, it can be. With one click, post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards so you don't spend time wondering where the right candidates are searching. Then ZipRecruiter uses its smart matching technology to scan millions of active resumes and notify the most qualified candidates to apply for your job. And the ZipRecruiter dashboard makes it easy to review, rate, and contact candidates all in one place. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter makes it simple for growing businesses of all sizes to hire the right people, no matter the industry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you the results you need. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash build. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash build. ZipRecruiter.com slash build. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere, and fast, attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartender as well. They're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone phone for free. I just said that. Well, it's worth repeating. AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. And AT&T's reliable network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Deb. Customers named Julius. Customers in Albuquerque. Customers in Springfield. Which one? All of them. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome, announcer guy. No matter your reason, switch to AT&T Prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free and all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45 or $65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's also your home for Kansas City Chiefs football, home and away all season long, including the playoffs. Uh, the Chiefs tonight, they're in Oakland to take on the Raiders. The Raiders 2-4 and four, almost feels like a must-win at this point of the season. He's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He joins us. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Well, hello to uh, my second favorite Canuck in the Chiefs' kingdom. It's uh, been a crazy ugh, 90 hours here. These Thursday night road games, when you travel through time zones, are wicked. I mean, you basically got to get five and a half to six days of work done in a day and a half, and this Chiefs team needs to bounce back, but you're right. For the second consecutive game, they will play a wounded yep. animal desperate in the corner because the Chiefs, if they go 6-1 and one and beat these guys – who were the proclaimed mm-hmm. champions of ESPN of June, they're going to be 2-5 and five and be in a desperate state. Nah, no question about that. Mitch, earlier this past... Uh, this past you do Sunday, know this, though, Ken. Yes, Ken, sir. Yes. You know that they were the ESPN champions of I'm, June. I, I'm well aware of that, Mitch. As you Thank well you. know, I pay very close attention to that division and can't wait till yeah. a week from Monday night for uh, <laughs> all the right reasons. Um, but have no idea what happened last Sunday night, so hopefully you won't go there. Hey, um, Didn't mention it. No, Didn't bring I, it up. And I appreciate it. Um, Last Sunday, we watched Aaron Rodgers go down. Real blow to the NFL. Later on in the day, um, we, I saw uh, Alex Smith take an absolute dirty, cheap shot from Mike Mitchell, who was fined $48,000. Um, have you ever seen Alex Smith as animated, as disgusted, as PO'd as he was at that time? I don't recall ever seeing him like that. Justifiably so. That was a dirty hit, Mitch. Have you watched the video? I have. And if anybody, I don't care. We have a lot of Steeler fans in Iowa. I saw them. They come to the they come to that game in Kansas City, and I would rent a theater tonight in Johnston and show everybody over and over and over that one. Here's my assertion as well: He should be have another forty eight thousand because he is hit on Sharkandrick West, called Sharkandrick, uh, caused him a concussion. He won't play tonight. And if you watch that hit, that's the less publicized one. Mm-hmm. Same guy. Um, and talking about a defenseless position, he stopped, his head is down, and Mitchell comes in and hits, lays him out helmet to helmet and knocks him out of tonight's game and the rest of that one. Here's the, here's, I love this game. I love the National Football League. I love Football League at all levels. I love the Earlham Cardinals. I love the uh, Colfax Mingo Tiger Hawks. But this, the players' union has to get involved because if you, I really think Mike should have been suspended. But if you suspend him, then the Players Association is going to go crazy. They've got to protect their own members of their union. These guys are knocking each other out with vicious hits. It's got to go, man. It's got to stop. And and the the hit on Rodgers, 
I mean, was he trying to knock him out for the season? It kind of looked like it, but, I mean, that's got to go away if this game's going to continue to flourish. So, uh, Mitch, to the here and now, Oakland comes in, as Ken mentioned, a wounded team, but a lot of success, not just against the AFC West, but just the Raiders, five consecutive wins for Kansas City. It's difficult, but why has the Chiefs team had so much success against an improving Raiders team and a very good one a season ago? I think it's a lot about Andy Reid. Andy mm-hmm. Reid prepares for these division games all year long. You guys, there will be, and I might have mentioned this to you, Trent, during our training camp reports, there will be one, maybe two days, I think two days this year, because he knew the Thursday turnaround would be quick. Well, there's OTA days that are Raider days. Hmm. They're Bronco days. They're Charger days, and the guys don't even know it. He game plans all year long for these games. He knows basically the template of Jack Del Rio and the Ken Norton Jr. and, and this new offensive coordinator they've got. I'm walking the streets of San Francisco, you can tell. Uh, but here's the deal. He's prepared for this game as far back as when the schedule came out in April. I really think it's Andy Reid's preparation that will be tested tonight because the road team on Thursday night does not fare well, especially when they have to travel two time zones. But did you ask me about the dominance over the Raiders? I think it's Andy Reid. He is nearly flawless in preparing for division opponents. You know, Mitch, and, and you mentioned that it's, it's tough to win on the road on a Thursday night, but for whatever reason, this Kansas City team, they play very well on the road. I think it's nine straight back to last year. They're unbeaten on the road this year. Arrowhead seemingly such a great home field advantage, yet when this team leaves the uh, leaves the fan base behind, they do very well. What is it about this team out on the road? Is it Andy Reid again? I think it is. Primarily it starts with that. But then you've got a nice blend of veterans and young guys. The veterans prepare the young guys to play on the road. And I think you have a quarterback in Alex Smith who doesn't turn it over on the road. And if you don't turn it over on the road, the crowd has a, you know, they have a difficult time getting into the game and you just, you just continue to frustrate them all day. Interesting note, Alex Smith has been, well, we, we need to bring it up. He's 23 and 11 on the road. Uh, since he's been the Chiefs quarterback. Only uh, Tom Brady's been better at 23-10 and 10 in that time span. He's way better than Roethlisberger, even Rodgers, or Russell uh, Wilson. It's, it's uncanny. He actually plays better on the road than at home, does Alex Smith. He only has 27 interceptions in five years as the Chiefs quarterback, and 21 have been at Arrowhead. But he's had great games against the Raiders, and he prepares for these guys, and we'll see. But they are fighting uphill because... The Thursday night home team wins 60% of the time. I went back and looked at all 11 years since this started. And the home team loses or wins 60% of the time. If you have a two-time zone switch, the home team wins 62% of the time. And so the Chiefs are facing a, a tough number tonight. And it'll be, if they win it, guys, I'm going to tell you, it's way more significant than a single week. One, you thrust ahead of everybody in the division, particularly the events of last Sunday, Two, you pretty much bury dirt on these guys. And then three, you will have 10 consecutive road victories, as Ken, you alluded to. That would be a franchise record and a 13th straight division victory, which is the best in the NFL. Mm. Well, I'm rooting for you tonight, Mitch, twofold. A, it's you knock the Raiders out, and B, there's no way this Chiefs team's losing three straight games, and that would be what Denver would be asked to do a week from Monday night. So we will uh, save that one for next week when that conversation goes off. We look forward to it. Pizza and football go together, Mitch Holtis. Help us out. Well, our pregame starts on your air. Uh, A lot of people will be driving home later on a Thursday night. And so 
good chance to papajohns.com. How good are the Eagles now? How good does that Chiefs win over the Eagles look? And they've got Philly pizza now. they got Philly pizza. Donaldson's have Philly pizza. And we entertained some of the uh, Papa John's managers last week at the Steelers game, and they're all fired up about it. So when you say, you guys have a Philly pizza in here someplace? Just ask them about it. So they're always thinking of something. They really are. That's what separates them from the pack, as we well know. Mitch Holtis, great stuff, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mitch Holtis. Joining us from the streets of San Francisco. So the team trend stays in San Fran is what she says, what Mitch told you off air before. They don't stay in Oakland. They stay in San Fran. Well, at least Mitch. Maybe maybe the team. (laughs) Mitch says he doesn't. He didn't mention the rest of the team. I'm going to guess he stays with the team. But have you been there, San Francisco? I have not. It's stunning. Never been to NoCal. I loved it. Yeah. We were there for Super Bowl 50. Sure. Um, it's, I love San Francisco. That's the first time I'd been there. Yeah. One of the few cities that I'd, that I'd missed. I love San Francisco. Bring, bring a fresh set of money. Sure. I mean, it's, it's more expensive than, I think, L.A. or Sandy. At least, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I kind of, kind of took away from it, but it's beautiful. I can find cheap places. I found cheap places in L.A. found a place not too far from our hotel where I got you know, 275 drafts of beer. A lot better than the uh, 8, 10, 12 bucks I was playing in a lot of places. You can always find cheap places. Yeah, Yeah, the clientele might be a little different. You think? I'm part of that clientele, though. Uh, Let's get into uh, baseball tonight. There's only one game. It's a 7 o'clock start. Thank God, these 8 o'clock starts. (laughs) I've been dragging the last couple of days. I have, too. I have, too. Think what? We're complaining for watching television, right? (laughs) We have it so rough. It's a rough life. It really is. Uh, Look at. Do you give him a chance, Quintana, Kershaw? Yeah, yeah. Do you I give him a chance. Will they go back? No. You don't no, think so? No. Call it before, five. Mm-hmm, I've got did. the t- last two right. In fact, four in a row with MLB plays over the last two days. What does that mean? What is your trend, by the way? Tell us your trend oh, before yeah, we yeah. run out of time. Yeah, and with the uh, Chiefs, 11-1, home teams in spots like this, teams traveling on Thursday night, two time zones over, 11-1 against the number. Big trend, taking Jeez. Oakland. As a dog in this spot, I will jump on board with it. I like the Raiders. You like the Raiders. I like. I think the they have to win. They do. They do. Car back. Yeah. Played Sunday. Got his feet underneath him. A wounded animal. I like the way that you put it. Right. Absolutely. Steelers were that way last week. Yes. Yeah. And when that negativity starts to surround, we see teams in the NFL. Never look at a team just at last week in the NFL. You do that, you're going to lose a lot of money mm-hmm. when you're making picks. So go the other way. Yeah. I'm on, I'm the Raiders in this one and. Pretty convincing trend. I mean, you don't see these a lot. Joe Fortenbaugh, I don't know if you know Yeah, I know him, the name, yeah. Who now does radio, uh, but long time, you know, kind of, he's much like uh, Chad Milliman, you know, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. A media member that talks about gambling. Mm-hmm. He was that for a long time and now does radio in San Fran. He's been talking about this all summer, listen to him a lot. This was Circle It, Game NFL Lock of the Year, teams coming into this situation. So this was his take. Prior to the prior yes. to week one, this was his yes. take. This was not knowing that the Chiefs were going to be five and one. Or NFL game of the year circled this summer. He's talked about it. He talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Talked about it again this week. This is the one. Has the number moved much? Because if everybody kind of has got that same information and that same right. feel for how this trend has been, you would think that everybody's jumping on the Raiders. Yet the Chiefs are still a three point favorite. Still three across the board. Little and what did it? Movement. What did it open? Yeah. What about line movement? Any? Uh, it, it, two and a half for a brief moment at a couple of shops. That's it. It's been locked at three for the most. I mean, a three point number. You sometimes you'll see that movement. Two and a half or three. And right. A half. Right. 
Really hasn't either. No, really hasn't. That's for sure. They, well, they I, have the line. They hung it. Let's play it. Yeah. I'll be playing the Raiders. Well, I'll be watching the Raiders. I mean, look, I'm pulling for the Chiefs because I don't think that Kansas City is going to lose three in a row. Pittsburgh gets, got them last week. Uh, if the Raiders get them this week, uh, then next Monday night Denver comes to Kansas City, blah, blah, blah. Then they'll be the wounded team. Yeah, well, I, yeah, they certainly were. We'll see how they perform this week as they take on Phillip Rivers and the Los Angeles Chargers. Cubs, you got them? Uh, look, my heart says I, I want. I, I have no feel for the game. I really don't. Kershaw's so good. Quintana's been good. Yeah. I want the series to go on. I really do. To have the Dodgers have to get on that plane. Yes. Have that pressure start to build. Mm -hmm. You're up 3 Mm 0. Now it's 3 2. You're going home. Let's see a game seven Sunday night. You've used Kershaw in game five. It'd be fun. No, it'd be awesome. Big Friday, a so, football Friday, a little baseball. We'd probably sneak well, in. Well, we, we might have to. So, yeah. uh, who would go next? Lester's uh, scheduled for if there is a game six, mm-hmm. and then the professor, right? Hendricks back for seven. Back for seven. I hope there is a game seven. We've got Kansas City Chiefs football tonight. Chiefs Raiders. What do you and Jimmy B have today from four to six? We'll be talking some baseball today. Zach Reimer will be stopping by. Derek Peck from bcdivide.com on the Hawkeyes and Ken Silverstein. Also to come in this uh, 6 o'clock, Chiefs pregame begins with Mitch Holtis right after we finish up. So right at 6 o'clock is when the pregame starts. Gotcha. Now you're on the road tomorrow. The BC Divide guys are doing week nine. Urbandale and who? Urbandale, Ankeny. Ankeny, a faint playoff hope. But Urbandale trying to finish it out. Undefeated run, and then it's playoff time. Week nine. Yeah, I know as far as gone so far. Was it tough to find a meaningful game in the CIML this week? Uh, There are meaningful games, but they don't look like they'll be very good on paper. Right. Is there an elimination game that could have been good on paper? Not really. Not really. Yeah. Nothing with the intrigue. So this one looks to be a good game. And Urbandale trying to go undefeated in district play. Ankeny, they need help. And it's help that's more than likely not going to happen. And we're talking about the Hawks, not the Jags. Yes. Right. Yep. Gotcha. We, we are out of time. Trent and Jimmy B, 4 to 6, Tiki and Tierney are next. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon on the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Scott Graham here from Westwood One with a Thursday night football preview as Week 7 kicks off with AFC West action between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders. Andy Reid's Chiefs dropped their first game of the year on Sunday to the Steelers. We straightened a few things out the second half. That's how we got back in the game. Uh, And, you know, the guys kept pushing. I mean, it was positive. It was good energy. guys weren't hanging their heads they kept battling like i said that that's what will carry this team to you know to a championship is that 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 grit that they have Derek carr and the oakland raiders started the year with high expectations but now hope to end a four-game losing skid with a division win over kc tom mccarthy and tony baselli will have the call of the chiefs and raiders coming up on thursday night football remember to listen to westwood one's coverage of the nfl all season long 
right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up five quarts of O'Reilly full synthetic motor oil and a microguard filter for $21.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with five quarts of O'Reilly full synthetic motor oil and a microguard filter for $21.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. If you've fallen behind on your taxes, you know that the IRS is already coming for their money. And they'll get it, too, by garnishing your wages or maybe even taking your home or business. They call it enforced compliance. And you'd better watch out because the penalties and interest compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. You need to call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. Solving tax issues is all they do. One call to Optima starts the process to stop the demand letters and stop aggressive collection actions. They get to work immediately. Fighting to protect your assets and helping you put your tax problems behind you. The IRS writes off millions every year, and Optima knows all the ins and outs of the IRS's tax assistance programs that could save you thousands. So what are you waiting for? Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-714-8422. 800-714-8422. 800-714-8422. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JB20. 